and welcome to the Rebel Daily Livestream. I am Andrew, and he is... Dakota Christensen. That worked so well, Dakota. Rebelnews.com slash livestreams is where you get the daily feed for our daily livestream, believe it or not. And you can always discuss with us what we're going to talk about, and you can always send a paid chat on Rumble, called a Rumble Rant or an Odyssey, on a, as a hyper chat, I believe, in their uh, cryptocurrency and or fiat. You don't pay in fiat if you want to impress producer Efron around here. You pay in crypto, Dakota. Yes, That's sir. how the world works. So you can give us your questions, your comments, your concerns, your insults, your compliments, your links, and anything else in between. Maybe menu item suggestions from yeah. McDonald's drink days. Dakota's going to go there for, what is it, free Friday? Yeah, I was just saying, just before hop on the stream here, got an email from McDonald's That's important. promotional team telling me it's National French Friday. They're giving out free fries. It's so important. Not to, you know, promote McDonald's for the sake of promoting McDonald's, but just so you know, in case you're into French fries. <laughs> in case you're McDonald's, into French fries. In case you're into fries. Get one some your, free fries today, kids. One of your listed interests on your profile is mm -hmm. into French fries. We've got lots of stuff from around the world today, of course. We've got the n stuff from the Netherlands with... Um, what are their names? Lewis and Lincoln, double L, L Cool J out there. We've got tons of depressing news from Canada. We were remarking just before we went on here that Canadian news isn't very exciting, but man, is it certainly depressing and telling you how your life's going to get worse. That's basically yeah. all the stuff we have from Canada. Yeah. One, your life's going to get worse. Your life's going to get more expensive. You might need more vaccines. So it's going to be all the greatest stuff coming through. Yeah, I think my brief uh, sneak peek as to what we're looking at today in terms of Canadian news is essentially the imminent collapse of mm. Canada slowly, steadily, steadily rolls forward. And uh, you know what? Step by step, uh, we're going to fall. Step it's gonna be great. by step. Ooh, baby. Producer Efron loves um, New Kids on the Block, I've heard. He's probably got a poster on his mm. ceiling, not on the wall. He yeah, wants he to see it when he, Exactly. Stare up, yeah. But we do have good news to start off all the way from Down Under, from mm -hmm. Avia Mini. So as if you guys have been following along with YemeniReports.com, for two years, I'd say, like I have, um, you've seen him be arrested several times. Yeah, I think it was three times. Three times. Um, one was just reporting at a protest for his own safety. Another was arrested when the lockdown protest first started in Australia, and they just mm -hmm. decided he was the only journalist they wanted to arrest. And the third one was the time, I believe, at another protest for Australia Day, where they just arrested him, put him in a paddy wagon, yep. drove... 10 blocks, and then just let him kicked him yeah. out in the middle of nowhere where he's never, where he doesn't live. Yeah, and that's not to mention arresting a security guy on a separate right? occasion, if I'm not mistaken there. Yeah, so. the big guy with the hairdo. I forget his name, but shout out to him. Mm -hmm. So the Victoria police have had to apologize for Avi Many. I believe they took it to the Supreme Court, and they said that they used political bias in their arrests, so they've had to apologize to him. So Avi was on... Um, Andrew, uh, Andrew Bolt's show last night, which is on Sky News Australia, so a mm -hmm. big network there. And uh, we're going to show a bit of it to you. You want to skip ahead, Olivia, just to, you know, Avi's interview here. It's a pretty long video. We'll get to that par portion, I think. Yeah, about halfway mm -hmm. through there, once he joins Avi. All right, let's go ahead. And This is Avi Mini on Sky News, Dion Anda. Oh, it's loading. We're getting oh, hit with the man. with the buffer. Our internet. It's tough when that happens. It happens to me all the time. It's really it's just Twitter videos that do that when you try to skip along. Um, but um, the sa they, they they had a few quotes there that they pointed out. Three quote unlawful arrests of quote the same reporter Aviamini. I'm so glad you took this to the Supreme Court. Um, I believe that's in the judge's ruling of him, Dakota. Do you think we're ever going to get any apologies from the Montreal police, the Toronto police? I think those are the two worst I, offenders. I highly I think uh, we've had some run-ins. Well, other police force, we've had run-ins in Canada. Yeah, no, for sure. The two of those are ones I know we are suing. Yeah, we were just talking about <laughs> in a separate meeting about how awful the Montreal police were. I think it was yesterday. Yankee loves to talk about how bad the Montreal police are. Uh, the Montreal police, they abused me. I mean, they did. The thing is, when Yankee was out... Um, in Montreal yep. during the curfews, which are moronic to start with. What was that lockdownreports.com? I think so. Check and then Yankee reporting. was out because nobody else was allowed to be out. Well, mm. none of the real mainstream media there wanted to do anything. They just wanted to stand and do a report for five minutes and then leave. But mm. Yankee was out there videotaping the cops. And he doesn't take any guff from them, oh, Dakota, no. you might say. Um, 
And also the police were picking on the Jews for some reason. Um, for some reason. As they will do, I guess, in Montreal. Yeah. It was really weird. But do we can this video work now? Let's try it. There we go. Unjust, unlawful arrest of a journalist, which I would have thought was concern for every journalist. But each of those arrests, you know, they were unlawful. A serious attack on free speech and a free press. And after two years of fighting in the Supreme Court, Yemeni has now won that apology from the police. And he joins me oh, now. Avi Yemeni, congratulations. Well, Abby. Let's go from Blessed the start. For a moment, Why were you, you in fact? No. No. looked right into the frame where he had no ties. Avi doesn't uh, wear ties. Yeah, he's too cool. For Thank that. you, Andrew, for having me on. I guess it's pretty yeah, simple. In each of those protests, it was either easier to get rid of me because tactically um, there was a, 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 I was being mobbed by violent leftists and they thought, well, we're not going to deal with the criminals. We're going to take the one person out of this situation who's lawful. And in the other situation, they just didn't like what I was reporting. And they knew that they, they knew they had the media class on their side. So I was kind of alone. And I've been alone until... Uh, Rebel News actually created a legal fund for me where our viewers paid to go to court. And like you said, we fought for two years for police to give this simple apology, which is what I wanted from day one, Andrew. And I only wanted it, I only wanted it not to feel good and, and vindicated. I wanted it so that I could continue to do my work um, freely. And, you know, I'm going to carry this apology in my pocket every time I go to protest now so that if one of the Victoria police members haven't got the memo, I can make them read it and I can say to them, this time I'm not going to settle at, a, at an apology. I'll take your badge. Because it is, it is an attack on yeah, free speech. He, and you're right. Yeah, you say, media I like your faith. Quiet. No, but Avi, I like your faith that you're going you're to show them this uh, apology and that's going to do... Mate... I've seen the footage. You were you were saying, listen, here's my press pass, or you know, by what right you're asking? Are you saying, uh, look, the law's not on your side? They didn't care. They didn't answer. They didn't care. So I'm just wondering, Andrew. What, I think the, di what the difference did, did is they now they think know you, I'm you were serious. doing that was wrong. Uh, well, maybe. they knew I didn't do anything well, did they wrong. They knew that the whole time. That they knew that. Nothing. They've never been, even if you watch my original arrest each time, at no point could they actually give me a reason as to what I was doing wrong. The difference, I think, between now and then is they know I'm serious. They know I'll fight all the way. They know that I'll take it all the way, thanks to, to our viewers at Rebel News. And they know that even if the media class don't tell the story, you know, like you showed, they, were, they mock me when, they, when I get arrested. They use it to delegitimise me. But then when the actual news, newsworthy story comes out, Victoria Police apologise for breaking the law and not one media outlet has run that story. Um, I find that crazy. And, and, and talking about public interest, that apology that you just put up on the screen has had over 100,000 likes in Australia in, in the last day since it, were, it was posted. There's a lot of public interest there. It is a deliberate attempt by the mainstream media to avoid this, to not give this story the, the attention it deserves and to embarrass, you know, their friends. Uh, that's the only thing I can come to is that they're, they're it's a protection it's a racket. Shock, but it's not going to stop us, Andrew. We have, we have a lot of viewers that will stand by my side now. Like I said, we have a legal fund that paid for that and we've got the, a bunch of fights in the Supreme Court and I'll keep going. Well, I think uh, what that shows, what you're talking about is that... Uh, too many people, uh, too many journalists in uh, Victoria, too many, the Victoria particularly, but uh, I, I say others in other states, feel they're part of the governing class, really. That's what they feel. And you're an interloper Absolutely. and therefore, you're, you know, they're not on your side. Plus, of course, you're so-called right wing. So uh, that puts you right on the outer. But what does this tell you? This whole smear I can have, the Victorian Andrew. Labor government as well. Oh, they, they loved it. This was, this was the Victoria Police doing their dirty work. And to be fair, Andrew, I'm not the only person that deserves an apology now for the last two years what's been happening. I'm the only one that has the means through our, through our viewers, through my legal fund. I, the, there's, there's, I can think of, off the top of my head, probably 100 people I know that deserve a similar apology. And, uh, yeah, it, it should come. But unfortunately, it's not going to come, especially when you have a media class that just excuses this kind of behaviour.
Avi Yemeni, I'm so glad you took this to the court because this is a very important principle. You cannot have the sort of armed wing of government, so to speak, arresting journalists that they don't like because they're being inconvenient, uh, you know, either saying, telling an inconvenient truth or, you know, causing, causing people to attack them. I mean, ridiculous. Arrest the attackers. Don't, don't arrest the victim. Avi Yemeni, thank you so much for your time. Well, Dakota, um, I think Avi's right when he says that he was alone in all this. I can't name a single other reporter from Australia. I think he's the most famous one. And I think the Victoria Police have done themselves a disservice here because now when you go to, you know, say something to Avi Yemeni, they're going to have to be so careful because you guys have wrong, admitted to wrongfully arresting him three times now. Yep. How are you going to justify pretty much anything? We know he doesn't cause anything. We know he just asks questions. And even when he's getting arrested in those videos, he takes it really well. He he does it really calmly. Now how are they supposed to even say anything to them? And my point is they've backed themselves into this corner where if you say something to him, it's going to be obvious to most people, or if you try to move him on, as they say in Australia, it's going to be mm -hmm. obvious to most people that they've had to apologize. They've admitted, admitted wrongdoing. So now everybody's going to say, well, what are you doing this time? Are you doing it for the right reason? Or are you doing it for the wrong reasons? If they never wrongfully arrested him in the past, then they would still have the opportunity to go and say these things to him. But they can't control themselves, Dakota. They can't help but say, you know, this guy's agitating. We've got to get him off the streets, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, when the inevitable lockdowns do come again, <laughs> you know, when we get to the 10th wave or whatever in Australia, uh, I honestly, I, I can still see the police just, this time <laughs> I feel like their lessons like, okay, guys, we need to come up with a better excuse so mm. that we can actually say, no, we arrested him for this reason, not just arrest him because they wanted to arrest him and then get taken to court for it and have to apologize. Well, in the Commonwealth colony of Australia, there are no laws that cannot be justified or unjustified, whatever the word I'm looking for, to just mm. arrest journalists like this, where Avi was the only one they singled out, threw on the ground, get him! There was just, yeah, that officer standing to the left there was just like, all right, arrest him, mates! And then they throw him to the ground, he tries to speak to the police liaison, uh, they don't answer his questions. That's the problem, is they never have to, these uh, hockey pads they're wearing, that's what they do, they just buy, like, Reebok and Cooper hockey mm. pads from Canada and put them on the police, but they never have to answer any questions. And I'm watching, finding myself watching the uh, Daily Color Shorts channel that is a big channel on YouTube where they show a lot of police interactions. And it's hard because most of the time the police are just trying to do their job and uh, they get some unruly citizens just giving them a hard time. They have to arrest them. Tough decisions. But all around the world when you see things like this where police just act without speaking at all mm. or having to justify their position at all, then people, of course, are going to become untrusting of the police, especially when it comes to lockdowns like that and uh, giving people tickets as they, they did in Australia and Canada. The Toronto police, um, you know, famous video we have of them saying, let's target the people with megaphones and signs. And then in Montreal, they just ticket everybody for not wearing a mask outside, for example, or being out past their bedtime or... In Calgary, it's honking too loud or yeah. honking at all. In Ottawa, it's doing anything, you know? It's hard, and they've really set themselves back, and you wonder, like, there's the argument of they have to follow the law no matter who's in charge and what it is because that's their job is to just follow the law. But, uh, you know, we're still at this point where it's like, when do they actually start saying no? Yeah. When do they actually start saying no? Um, and we see what happens now in Sri Lanka. And we're going to throw to this video in Italy where things are popping off, as I said earlier. Mm. Um, of course, the Netherlands. But in Italy, they're apparently threatening to flood uh, the office of the prime minister if he doesn't come out and speak. And we're going to show you that video and we're going to see you on the other side after a little bit of an ad break. Uh, Rebelnewsstore.com is where we're going to meet you on the other side. So this is mm. Italy, Italy's parliament. Let's play this and we'll talk to you guys in a minute. Pushing through the break here. We're pushing through the break in a national break here. Worldwide, Infowars.com. That's what Alex Jones does whenever he 
uh, doesn't go to a commercial. He's skipping the break. We've been pushing the brakes off for pushing through. Well, I feel like that does deserve a little more discussion than just the second clip of you know basically because all you see is just the crowds there, right? But the thing is, is that they're rising up when they're threatening to flood the office of the prime minister, right? And uh, basically saying, yeah, give us. Uh, I don't know. I'm actually not sure what they're demanding. Give us less BS. I, well, I, don't I think know. it's the same thing as the Netherlands where they're putting these uh, yeah. emissions. And uh, Tucker Carlson had a good piece on it last night of all mm. these different countries that have put in these green energy plants. And across the board, it's failing. Yeah. And Ghana was one of the first ones rolling blackouts. South Africa, um, Italy is one of them. France famously started in 2018 with the yellow vests because Macron had these. Uh, he's like, this is what you guys voted for. You wanted mm. the you wanted basically green energy. And now we've got this video of Macron asking Joe Biden to produce more oil because the Saudis can't produce anymore. Side, like sidebar the fact that the Saudis are wonderful people, but Russia's yeah. evil, you know, that comparison. But now he's asking Joe Biden if he can make more oil. And Joe Biden clearly just doesn't know where he is or isn't listening and doesn't care um, because he's the one halting the production. Meanwhile, it's harder to get these countries like France who have a strong sense of uh, self-worth and national pride to just roll over, unlike in these other countries where sometimes it's just, we just want to do the right thing, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. But, but uh, the French don't play that as much. So yeah. he's, you know, having to back off of it because they don't have the energy because they've set themselves up to rely on, you know, green energy that doesn't actually work yet. Yeah. And on that topic of the world needing more oil production, you know, we got plenty of wonderful oil here in Canada that we could, uh, you know, start drilling, start. No, we can't start we transporting can't. worldwide, no, Andrew, like Pitbull. But no, Mr. International, Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Unfortunately, Mr. Uh, Trudeau does not want that. Uh, by the way, buildkeystonexl.com, sign the petition. Uh, just going to throw that in there. Very nice plug, while, Dakota. While, while we're on the topic, I mean, it's true, though. It's like there's no good legitimate reason as to why we should not be building the these The environment pipelines. and the native lands, Dakota. Yeah, except those arguments do not hold up to inspection. <laughs> in this uh, for more details, go to buildkeystonexl.com. All right, let's see what David Menzies got to say, yeah, everybody. Great ad here from the one and only Menzoid. Let's check this out. Hey folks, check out the newest arrival to the Rebel News Store. Yes, F is for Fidel and F is for father. I mean, could it be? Yes, it, half this photo, the colored half, is Justin Trudeau. The black and white half is a young Fidel Castro. Wait now, or is it vice versa? It's so confusing. I'm a huge Forensic Files fan. Wouldn't it be great if we could have piece of Justin's DNA and a piece of Fidel's DNA and put the rumor to bed once and for all. But in the meantime, we'll just have to walk around wearing this shirt, hinting at a great Canadian conspiracy. Or is it? In any event, if you want to get this shirt, folks, go to the Rebel News Store and check this out. Type in our new discount code, that's SUMMER, S-U-M-M-E-R, and if you buy two unisex t-shirts, you get an additional one for free. What a deal. Like I said, Justin Trudeau, Fidel Castro, as they used to say on the ABC detergent ads, can you tell the difference? I can't tell the difference. Can you? <laughs> that's uh, what he should have said at the end. Wild ad from yeah. David Menzies. Classic Menzies. I thought that was golden. Well, to segue from Justin Trudeau's, um, you know, love of the people in the way that Fidel Castro loved his people and Che Guevara and all those revolutionaries that teenagers will wear on their shirts, mm -hmm. we come to the Canadian news focus of the show of the afternoon here, Dakota. If you're on Eastern time and eastward, you'll be in the afternoon. Um, the depressing news you want to start us off, Dakota, with uh, just Justin Trudeau's first depressing news item of the day? Um, yeah, are we talking about uh, the food? Yes. Yes. Uh, so Canadian food suppliers are basically signaling that more price hikes are coming. So if you thought you were already paying a lot for groceries, you're going to be paying it's a whole enough. lot more. It's not enough. It's never enough. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Canadian food suppliers signal more price hikes coming to grocery stores this fall. So, yeah, we're talking double digits inflation uh, and uh, food price rising. Well, that's happening even further. It's, uh, it's, it's never enough. It can only get better. Now, you might be saying, 
hey, well, what about the grocery companies? Can't they take a cut? Of course they could. They stayed open the whole pandemic. Um, they got special treatment from Doug Ford governments and other governments. So they made probably record profits, you know, with the toilet paper alone, put them in the green for years. Yeah. Could they take a cut on like another 1% increase in, uh, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for from the Bank of Canada here? Um, from interest rates and from inflation, um, skyrocketing, of course, still not as bad as the U.S., but still way up there. Um, of course they could take a cut. So yes, they're to blame as well, but they're not going to do that well, just for the government. To say no, I'm going to say, I'm going to push back there. I'm going to say, no, they're not to blame at all. Yes, they could take a cut, but that's like, Oh, they're not that's to blame like, for inflation. Yeah, I, I know no. you're saying they're to blame as well. It's like, well, no, I don't think they're to, because it's like, all right, the government is oppressing the people here in terms of their reckless monetary policy. And then it's like, oh, well, it's got to come from somewhere. So oh, if the, not, not the people then the businesses, but then even still eventually. Well, it all trickles downhill as they yeah. say, uh, shit rolls downhill dakota expletive.com wow um but yeah they are warning us now because they see the price increases coming they see all the stuff coming and this is what happens is they don't take hits for the government and why mm -hmm. should they i mean they can all i'm saying is they can if they really wanted to mm -hmm. you know be pals but that's not how it works just like when joe biden yeah. says gas stations lower your, prices, <laughs> lower your prices that's not their job their job is to make money it's the, supposed to be the government's job to make the world safe, to make the country safe, to make it more able to be prosperous for businesses. And they're not doing that. And they just don't care. That's the thing. That's what's going on across the world. They just don't care. They don't care at all about the people that they're supposed to serve, the people that actually pay them. As you can see, that Joe Biden sends another $1.7 to Ukraine. He doesn't care about the American people. He cares about, you know, his business interests and keeping Ukraine's war going on forever, I guess, um, until all the soldiers and all the people there don't have lives anymore. Um, they just don't care about the people they're serving in all these countries. In the Netherlands, they just don't care. He spouts the Green New Deal points. He spouts Agenda 2030 and Building Back Better. And they just say, well, deal with it. You have to be poor so that we can look good, the U so we can make, uh, meet the UN, uh, the Paris Climate Accord agreements. Mm -hmm. You have to suffer so that we can feel good about what we're doing. And what actually just makes them feel good is, is patting themselves on the back and giving themselves money, but they'll disguise it as doing great things for the environment. And now the next great thing in Canada was the uh, the hike uh, by the Bank of Canada now, announcing the 1% increase there. Um, now the Bank of Canada is forecasting this because of what, Producer Efron? Because they wanted a soft landing. Yes, a, a soft, soft landing. landing on the other side of the crap that we're already in. So a soft landing, according to producer Efron, means a recession is coming. And I can't disagree because where else do you go? Um, hopefully you still have a job. Hopefully you can buy back into any uh, investments you've made. But for the mm -hmm. people who don't, Dakota, the people who um, work minimum wage or the people who don't have a company that's recession proof or work for a place that isn't expendable is what I'm trying to say, mm. their jobs, then they're just screwed. And all of a sudden their money isn't worth anything. They're not going to be able to, to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. It's this, so we're getting hit with this double whammy of hiking food prices, mm -hmm. hiking interest rates by 1%. Yes. Recession incoming. A lot of economists are saying, which, you know, it doesn't take any genius to see that's the direction we're headed in. And yeah, like what you were talking about there is just, you have these big government bureaucrats and leaders and politicians who are doing their own fun stuff, following these <laughs> these globalist agendas, essentially, the uh, Paris Climate Accords, Agenda 2030, all this Green New Deal type BS, uh, as well as, of course, lining their own pockets and pushing forward their own agendas, accruing more power for themselves, and every single citizen of their countries are just collateral damage, everyone under them. Let's look at this clip from the guy from Bank of Canada. Can we play this? I believe it's the announcement. Today we raised the policy interest rate by 100 basis points. One percentage point. Is that his name? An increase of this magnitude in one meeting is very unusual. It reflects very unusual economic circumstances. Inflation is nearly 8%, a level not seen in nearly 40 years. Telling you that you're I want to explain to Canadians why we took your this decision. Canada looks like this. There they are three all are just key this considerations. Old guy with First, glasses on and I'm wearing glasses right now. Inflation is too high. 
But the more people are Andrew. getting more yeah, work. <laughs> I hope not. But it's all the same guy, and they're just like, well, we you know, uh, you're just gonna happen. have to suffer for a while Restoring longer because we're spineless and uh, low, stable, you don't want to go against like, inflation. I guess I should let him speak a bit, but they're increasing Second, it by one percent. Is the, the thing? That's the bottom line. But imagine being so weak that you can't stand up to Justin Trudeau. I just can't like. But the thing is, it's like you know, why would you? Is if you're if you got a nice cushy position, if you're getting paid, if you're benefiting, why? Because they don't it? actually care about the country, and this is the problem yeah. with the boomer mindset. And again, I'll preface it with: it's not necessarily because of your age, or or uh, when you were born. It's the mindset of, well, you know, I'm fine, so let's just let everything else. I don't need to pay yeah. attention to anything else. And that's what happened with the housing market crash. And that's what happens with inflation. And that's what happens with the people that get put into government year after year. I mean, imagine just being like sitting there and having the bliss of voting in, let's say, 1992 and saying, yeah, Bill Clinton's great. Yeah, George Bush is great. These guys sound like great individuals. Great people. Uh, Barack Obama, great. Like having uh, Justin Trudeau, great. Um, Stephen Harper, great. You know, just all these people where it's just like, we don't have to look into anything actually underneath the surface. We'll just go with whatever they say. The TV's never lied to me before. Never. And I don't have to deal with it because at least I'm making some money. But the, the, the graphs start going, keep going up for inflation and cost of living and cost and housing costs and everything. And then the income starts going down the uh, the what's the word I'm looking for the participation in the market keeps going down and all these things they just slowly drift down over time and it's great to not have to pay attention to it for 20 30 40 years until we start hitting the point in 2020 where they're just like okay we're really gonna go for it now uh, mm -hmm. just like I mentioned Macron in 2018 okay we're gonna go for it now we're gonna do the things that you said we uh, was okay for us to do and now this is what we get this is what we get with Justin Trudeau all we heard during the first couple of years of the lockdowns was like, Justin Trudeau is just doing a great job, said the boomer, the boomer nation of the East Coast and of other places in Ontario. He's just doing the best he can, he can and we're just taking you. care of him. Then we move on to Aaron O'Toole. Oh, we've got to just get Justin Trudeau out. Aaron O'Toole's a great guy. We, Aaron O'Toole's gone. Oh, you got to just trust Pierre. Pierre's just a great guy. You know, it's just as long as we don't have to think, Dakota, and that's what I'm getting at here, is as long as we don't have to think, things will be all right. And this is what now we reap what we sow in terms of our elect electorate. Mm. And we're stuck with Joe Biden, Justin Trudeau, Emmanuel Macron, Boris Johnson's gone. I'm sure the next person's going to be great. Prime Minister of Australia, I'm sure he's great. Jacinda Ardern, your favorite prime minister Everyone's down in New Zealand. Things are just going to go well if we just, you know, if we just stop paying attention. And I think, Dakota, it's time that we start, you know, actually asking questions like this guy from the Bank of Canada. Maybe it's time we stand up, but maybe he can just move to the Bahamas or something where his taxes are safe. Yeah. I mean, again, if you're like a mid or high level bureaucrat in the government and you're benefiting from all this stuff, why bother? I mean, it makes me think of uh, Bill Morneau, I think, is mm -hmm. Trudeau's previous he was a great guy. minister before Christopher Freeland, who was the very liberal finance minister who when Trudeau started to go really crazy on his socialist spending scheme he's like all right whoa like this is kind of insane why are you doing this and eventually just left because he was like basically saying I don't want a part of this and she was like all right leave I'll have Christopher Freeland take your job <laughs> well and he also we had that uh, thing where he took a bunch of money and uh, yeah, to well, pay for you know, himself scandals and all that why google these people Dakota why even google Christy Freeland and see what she's been up to the last 15 she's years she's just a wonderful accomplished she's woman she's just the Andrew. most powerful woman she's in Canada here you want to, to tear fight her for down the people mm -hmm. all right she's a progressive beacon she's just here to fight for the, right the Azov battalion Trudeau. and for George Soros and all the mm. good guys I don't think anybody actually likes her, to be fair, but it's just like Justin Trudeau, you're not like when he's putting these people in power, who in the conservative party did Melissa Lansman say, oh, I might have a problem with this woman. Uh, maybe uh, we shouldn't be putting her in power. Did Pierre say anything for two years? I don't but know. What could they do? It's, you know, uh, make a big stink of it. Talk about it a sure. lot, <laughs> but they don't do that. This is why they didn't start talking about the truckers and the lockdowns until they had nothing like there was nothing else they, they could do. As Dave Rubin famously quoted, famously on my show, they had famously. to be dragged into defending the truckers. Um, more great news from Justin Trudeau. By 2040, all new medium and heavy-duty vehicles, uh, such as delivery vans and coach buses sold in Canada, must be zero emission. 
Do you think that might hurt our auto industry, Dakota Christensen? You know what? It sounds like it might be a great time to bring in the Tesla <laughs> Cybertruck and those Tesla semi-trucks, uh, the transport trucks, all that. Just let Tesla take over. You That's wanna, what I say. You want to read the rest of this in your Justin Trudeau uh, accent? Um, Starting, oh, it's man, an ambitious target. For all Canadians. Um, let me just kind of get, get into character here. Um, it's an um, ambitious <laughs> target, but uh, we have the know-how and uh, the talent needed to reach it for all Canadians. Uh, the workers I uh, met today at uh, wherever that is are proof <laughs> of that. And together we can make a positive change for the safety and health of all Canadians. You know, he's doing real business because he doesn't just have the sleeves rolled up. He's wearing the suit jacket, which means like he's doubling He's his making effort deals in the business. He's in like corporate executive he's got his, mode. Oh yeah, but he's but still in jeans. jeans. So it's like you know, a bit of a casual he's, man he's of the cool. people. You know, he's got his hand in his pocket here. Mm. He's got his hand out. He's like that hip yeah, father. I'm really listening. Making deals. And this guy's just like you know, Mister uh, Prime Minister. I'm struggling to put food on the table. And he's like, yes, but what I'm noticing here is that there's five white people here, and that's unacceptable. Mm. This is a multicultural place and that is our strength. At least strength. they have a woman. So like, you know, some gender balance. I don't like the way you're wearing this bandana. Could you possibly be related to a trucker or anything like that? That's gonna ha we're not really down for that. Anyways, anyways as they might say. Um, so oh, yeah, 2040, man. which of course, you know, we need a new year. 2030, we've got a certain yeah. set of goals. And by 2040... Um, I, I think 2050 is something, right? I yes, don't know. that's it, completely that's like CO2 net free. Zero. So yeah, yeah 24, exactly. we need a good like middle uh, point there. So. All coach buses and delivery vans. Because you know, yeah. what's the most efficient thing that people that make deliveries can do? It's to completely replace <laughs> their entire load of trucks and vans uh, in the next 20 years. That's going to be very easy for companies to do. And it's going to be very good for the market in Canada. Um, all delivery vans and coach buses sold in Canada must be very must be zero emissions. So that's going to mm. be great for General Motors and all the companies. Yeah. I mean, they'll get bailed out if they yeah. do go and, bankrupt uh, anyways. And then the other great question to ask is, all right, so they're all going to be battery powered. And how are we powering those batteries? What is the power source for the electrical With love, grid for those, um, those batteries? Love. Hmm. Due diligence, um, self of sense, self worth. <laughs> yes, that's great. You don't like Care Bear stare the batteries. Exactly. You know that's all power. It. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I like. Um, we have. This is just. Um, is this actual good news? Um, the, from Black the transgender Black, one. Yes, Black. That's Fox. just an interesting bit of I don't know hypocrisy. This the standard. Ba basically, it's so story here from Blacklock's reporter, our favorite insider scoop in Ottawa. Scoop. Yeah, basically saying that the liberals, I believe it was a like a, poly, a, a briefing note, uh, saying that you know what newsflash, it is unfair <laughs> to have biological men competing in women's sports. They have this biological advantage through a variety of factors. Uh, and basically saying, yeah, the liberals had the evidence in hand in, I believe it was January, saying that, uh, yeah, you know, here's a, a briefing paper. Here's all the facts about why it's not a good idea to let biological men compete in women's sports. And here are all the ways they have advantages, just so you know, when you're making policy decisions. I have a feeling um, Brother Jagmeet or Brother <laughs> Justin is going to come out and say, I feel it in my veins, Dakota, mm. that we believe in transgender rights being human rights and yeah. the erasure of trans men yeah. is unacceptable. Jagmeet Singh will put on his nicest pink turban to symbolize <laughs> uh, womanhood yes. and make that announcement. You might wonder why the Sikh community doesn't really like Jagmeet. It's almost as if a lot of what he says goes against his faith, but I'm not a Sikh person. I don't know. I just, you know, know the basic tenets of world religions and that transgenderism doesn't comply with most of the doctrine. Now, you might be confused with many of the new churches waving pride flags and what the Pope's saying, but uh, these people don't necessarily represent what actually is in a religion, Dakota. Correct me mm. if I'm wrong. They, sometimes yeah. they have their own politics. This is true. And you know, when you when you talk about that, about a lot of the Sikh community not being with Jagmeet, it just makes me think of that one <laughs> golden video. We got questions. Oh, Jagmeet, bro, we got questions. The guy the, with the, spear. Yeah, the guy with spear in Brampton. I think I was in Brampton. I mean, uh, I believe that makes sense. Producer Efron, where was that? I think that was Brampton. I'm like 90% sure. Okay. Anyways, he was confronted outside of a campaign event. You know, those guys. We had you know, Jag Meat, we got questions. <laughs> Producer Efron uh, and TV Lincoln J rule the West Side yeah. journalistically. 
So it's always good to ask them what the real story is. What's the real reason? I believe, I believe Lincoln went and interviewed. Yes, that exactly. Guy. Yeah. Lincoln's got a. Ever since the uh, Ottawa protests, Lincoln has a has a connect, as they say. Connection. The uh, is that the Seek Freedom Alliance? I think or maybe something I'm like that. Up with uh, that, Drea did some reporting with some the Seek community in BC, and I think that was a Seek Freedom Alliance. I'm not sure if they're I don't connected. Know, but they seem like real cool guys. They, they are cool. Yeah, I did talk to some of them when I was in Ottawa. Okay, they were cool dudes. Yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah. Jealous of their coolness. Yeah. You know, I once read Dakota that w- women don't think about being cool. They don't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like you know when uh, when you're a kid, like yeah. maybe you're 13 or 14, and you worry about being cool. Yeah. Apparently, that's not something women worry I guess about. It's just different adjectives. You know, they want to be you know hot or beautiful or attractive. That's or, not the know, same something. as being cool. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, like those are sort of the words. You know, it's like oh, I want to be hot like her, mm. rather than like, oh man, that dude's so cool. I want to be like him. Look, look how cool he is. You know, that's it true. makes sense to me. It makes sense. Uh, producer Olivia, do you worry about being cool? See, yeah, she see, doesn't. She said go. no. And she's a woman, therefore. Fact proven. Uh, yeah. It's, Our it's, study. Yeah. This is science. Um, I think we got to take another break action. here. And then we're going to get to some producer Efron tweeting about my Twitter uh, suspension last night. Mm. Um, then we're going to get to some down under stuff again, back to Jacinda, New Zealand. And mm, we'll have a yeah. bit more um, Ontario news, courtesy of our web and video editing team. Let's see what is up next. Well, the remains of 215 children have been found in a mass grave in Canada. Many of you know that just over a year ago, the discovery of the remains of 215 children was found at the Kamloops Indian Residential School at the Kamloops Shiswemek First Nation. But what if I were to show you that what I just said wasn't true, and that in fact, a year later, not a single body has been found? This mass grave is a painful reminder of the genocide. Canada's leaders aren't condemning the burning of churches. No, they're endorsing the burning of churches. A juvenile rib bone that surfaced in the same area. Is it the chief? Yes. Kamloops. So that is a future Rebel News documentary. Our documentaries are off the charts, Dakota. I'm off the charts. Sorry to tell you guys, but um, if you haven't watched the Trucker Rebellion doc, if you haven't watched the Great Reset series, um, you're really missing out. Kian Simone, I'm told by him to start pronouncing mm-hmm. his name. He's not even French, like me. He can't say that. Um, he's His editing is insanely good. Um, mm-hmm. You've got Lewis and writer Dave also in the mix for that. And then you've got the Trucker Rebellion, of course. I was talking about the Great Reset there. The Trucker Rebellion yeah. is Keen's production, being seen in theaters all across the country from coast to coast, as they coast say. Coast to coast and to coast. You don't get some Arctic viewings? Yeah, get those uh, Ecaluit viewings. Yeah. Can't drink there, Dakota. Can't drink there. Interesting. Um, Actually, did, wait, is that, is that, that a rule? Yeah. Like, is that like a it, citywide? No, no, it's in the... Pro- Territory of Akaluit, there can't Terri- be alcohol. Akaluit is the capital city of... Oh, sorry, of, of none of, of it. There's no drinking in none of it. In none of it, in all of none of it. Yes. Um, that does not compute. That uh, does not compute? Yeah. It's because they don't want people drinking when they need to survive when it's minus 40, I guess. I don't know, look, fact check me on that, uh, producer Olivia and Efron's. Is drinking prohibited or illegal in none of it? I don't know. It comes to my understanding there is a lot of drunkenness up, up in the Northern Territory. <laughs> that doesn't mean so it's illegal. I, I'm, I know. I'm just saying that um, would be an interesting we're fact. We're trying to talk about documentaries here. I know. Dakota. I'm sorry. We're getting off track. Bottom line is go check out what is it, truckerdocumentary.com and exposetheresets.com. Well, if you go to rebelnewsplus.com and sign up, then you'll get access to our documentaries before they become public. It's because. True. People want to see them a lot, especially the trucker documentary. But having said that, the Great Reset, probably 120,000 views at least now. None of it alcohol laws, and then we'll get to some mm. uh, paid chats, I think, uh, about liquor and none of it. Can you read this? Barely. About liquor and it. cannabis commission mm. is responsible for purchasing, selling, classifying, distributing alcohol, beverages, and none of it. I could be wrong then. Yeah, I was going to say, if they have the none of it liquor and cannabis can choose. Whether or not to allow, restrict, or prohibit liquor in their municipalities. Uh, municipalities. So maybe it is a Calloway, like the capital city So maybe itself. I was right, and then, and then uh, out of fear of being wrong to you, 
I heard a fear of wanting to be cool. I want to be cool. You know what, Andrew? I want to be cool. I just want to be cool to Dakota for once. Can I expose your running story? Sure. I so can. Dakota Christensen, everybody, sometimes you might think he's insane, and you're right. Because you, you would be right. on one of his days off, Dakota just decided, I'm going to run a marathon. And, you know, people might use the term marathon colloquially. But uh, Dakota decided he's going to run 40 plus kilometers just because. And his quote to me was, I usually run 26, but I thought I'd what? just think I'd find out if I could do an entire marathon. Well, Turns out he had to go to the hospital. Well, yeah, I guess the, the bottom line is <laughs> if you don't build up gradually enough, I jump from 26 as my baseline kilometers to run 42 a week later. And uh, yeah, I got rhabdo, rhabdomyolysis, which is the fancy term for... Uh, when you deplete your glycogen stores, then your body basically starts eating your muscles. Your muscles yes. break down, and when that's free-flowing in your blood, you start to have issues. Mm. So the bottom line is if you want to train for marathon, guys, do it a little more gradually than jumping from 25 to 42K. And my advice was if you're just going to run a marathon, do it in a competition or something, or at least you damage your body for sport. You know what? I plan to, Andrew. Oh, but that's in, good, you know, then. I'll probably uh, – actually, you know, earlier today I signed up for a few ultra races. I'm going to work myself up to going more than a marathon. But so you're going to be one of those guys that Joe Rogan interviews who's like go, running through a desert shoe Running through a desert with, with with my sticks, bandana on. The sticks. Yeah, yeah that's, four, that's like 4.2 Terry Fox runs. In any event, we've got some paid chats um, to get to. And I'm not too concerned we're talking about, about my Twitter suspension. Uh, we can get to that. Adam yeah. Ottawa says Ontario's top Pfizer doctors now telling all adults to get a booster shot. Another one. We'll get to that in a few minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. Ottawa's so-called top doctor is now telling people to wear masks outdoors particularly at music festivals. Here we go again. Yeah, here we go again. Drake running is what this is. When he stands in a spot and runs. Very nice. Because he's working on the weekends like usual. Way off on the deep end like usual. I'm not going to continue that. I'm I'm not a Drake fan. I will say. You don't have to be a Drake fan. No, no. I used to be in the same same boat. But you know, he's got some good songs. Maybe. The Drake songs I don't like where he's just talking at you about like a girl he used to love. Yeah. All right, uh, Drake. Any more? Any more of these chats? Uh, I know we got more. I, I know we got more. This is. I, I could have sworn I saw a bunch of chats I'm popping up. I'm gonna double check. Phone. Maybe they're just not prepared for Maybe on screen. Maybe they're just not prepared. But you know what? That's okay. That's they're saying okay. there's none. Dakota we, lied to me. I, I come on. You go check that. Check that thread there. Take a look. Uh, no, if, you're if, right. You're looking at old ones. What? Okay, I got a notification for it. Maybe I'm tripping well, up. Dakota Christensen is... running and lying at the same time. So yesterday, Dakota, I had a temporary... I went on my mobile device, tried to look at some news on Twitter, as mm. I do when I'm bored with what I'm watching on screen. And um, there you go. You can see your message on screen if you want to mm. do more paid chats and make Dakota into a truther. Oh, yeah. That's what it'll do. Send a chat. You'll... <laughs> You'll make me a truther. That's right. Um, so I go on my Twitter last night. Turns out I was locked out. For what? For reporting on Hunter Biden. So what I did is I, re- did, I wrote an article, and thank you, Efron, for sharing this, and Yakov for sharing this. Um, what I did was I shared a alleged image from Hunter Biden, which was a text under the thread of messages with dad. And one of the images he sent dad, whomever sent it to whomever is dad, um, was the person in question having sex with a woman, but it was blurred out and then followed by an identification photo of an ID of Hunter Biden's. <laughs> See, I don't think it's going to be in the yeah. article anymore. I'm going to have to update that because yeah. they made me delete the tweet. So I'm going to put up the archive for you because I'm smart and I archived everything. Mm. Um, but you can find that online everywhere, I'm sure. But I was one of the only people reporting on this, so I shared... The images and archived. And this is the second time I've been suspended for nudity on Twitter, Dakota. Oh, the first man. time is when I shared the video of that uh, liberal MP um, on webcam during Parliament oh, yeah, walking classic. around naked. Yeah. So apparently you can't share stuff of people who are nude without on, their it consent. Was a liberal it's news. I'm doing the news. I didn't realize that's not allowed. You can't just share the truth. Even though there's pornography on Twitter, Dakota, you can't share the news, even when it's blurred out. So um, I'm back on there now, not to worry. But I think this means I can't be verified again. I think <laughs> yeah, you, you've sunk your chances there. Today was the day I could reapply uh, the, for the ninth time for verification. Yeah. But uh, they say that you can't have any suspensions or any violations within the last year. So it's interesting Oof. that it came the day that I was going to get to reapply. Or maybe they just don't want people uh, spreading Hunter Biden stuff. 
which Maybe. is also a very Both real can possibility. Be true. Both can be true. Your girl, Jacinda Ardern, who you tell me all the time you wish you could marry. Um, mm. The Prime Minister of New Zealand. Let's push back on that than I thought I'd get. Um, she said, I was just, I was just, just cringing. I'm just, you know what? Mm, go ahead, you know uh, what? No, go ahead can, Dakota. This is your story. Yes. Yeah, so essentially, uh, New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern, everyone's favorite communist prime minister, will bring back the COVID restrictions in New Zealand, which I find interesting as it battles its biggest ever outbreak with 11,000 cases a day. Mm -hmm. And I saw that and I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I'm pretty sure New Zealand is one of the most vaccinated countries in the world. Looked it up. They have, I believe, a 95.2% vaccination well, rate of those enough. fully vaccinated. And it's 73%, I believe, who are fully boosted. So that's just very significant. It's a pandemic proportion. of the unboosted, I think. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, yeah, it's just, you know, very safe and very, very effective vaccines <laughs> out there, guys. It's true. All vaccines are safe and effective. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden actually is the best president and most voted president of all time. The two yeah. things you can't say the opposite of on YouTube. There's their vaccination rates, the cumulative total, and then you'll see this little graph down there, 96% vaccinated, and then um, only a certain, oh, that's not, an, go scroll down to the five and 11 year olds. Keep, keep, keep scrolling, look at these uh, percentages. Wow, only 28% of five to 11 year olds are fully vaccinated, Dakota? That's wow. disgusting. Only only 20% of the five year olds, Andrew? I can't that's believe disgusting. that. That's terrible. What are these rest of these 72% of parents doing, if not yeah. saving their children's lives with this provenly effective vaccine when mm. children are most affected by COVID of any age group, mm -hmm. so much so that they lead in deaths per age group. This is a pandemic of the children. This is a pandemic of the children. The we babies to... are dying left and right from COVID-19. This is why it was always a good Get idea to not have children because of boosted. climate change. Yes, yes, exactly. And I mean, on that note, I believe yes. that, that leads nicely yes. into Ontario's news. As our paid chat was about earlier, oh, mm. forgive me, um, about the fact that Ontario, I believe they have now announced they're opening eligibility for the fourth shot, your second booster, I believe it would be termed, for those of us who are 18 years of age and older, as in the general adult population. Yeah, we don't need to play his video. Get it's your just fourth shot. Get your vaccine or I'll kill you. He didn't yeah. actually say that for no. No, the lawyers watching. I like how this reporter and I and I clicked on his name. Um, what was his name again? There, I want to make sure I mentioned it. Phil. Phil. T I can't really read that. Tes Tescuras. I. Yeah, Sakuras. Uh, wonderful Greek name. Of course, he looks like that. I mean, they always look like that. But I just wanted to point out that wow. because What's that comment is because his whiteness, his beardedness, his gingerness. No, they his always glasses? look like douches. The people <laughs> who write the stuff. Now, Thank if we, you for the clarification. If we go back, he talks about we're in the seventh wave. Go back to the the yeah. original article there. That's why I I took issue with him. Thank you. Um, the announcement comes amid a seventh wave of the <laughs> virus in Ontario, which has seen it recent increase in the numbers positivity rates and, and hospitalizations. hospitalizations oh my god dakota the seventh wave yeah and that's why i wanted to mention who it is because when people are shills and it's his profile is like he's a multi-platform breaking news reporter unless it's cp24 you know shill articles about vaccinations well you say just this is the thing they parrot all the lines of public health almost verbatim and that's what uh, our favorite chief medical officer of health Kieran Moore was saying is Canada's officially in a seventh wave mm -hmm. and uh, this is a call to arms to everyone to get your fourth shot uh, and if you haven't get your first and second and third and <laughs> that's right uh, yeah and I feel like that just and so I mean I think we have a clip of that or we, we uh, want to play yeah let's throw this of you know very Lenin-like uh, chief medical officer of health. Last two years have so been challenging. You. You're in seventh wave. Seventh wave has come. The sixth wave is the global over. Pandemic together. Prepare for seventh, eighth, Your and sacrifices wave. and collective Send actions will continue to, to make a difference as we navigate we what is now Belarus, the seventh COVID-19 pandemic wave driven by BA5 Omicron subvariant. Yeah, so in, in case you caught any of that, uh, bottom line, we're in a seventh wave. It's a call to arms, kids. And uh, I think that just ties in nicely to what I, I believe was last week it was, or maybe two weeks ago, that Duclos, the health minister, federal health minister, was saying that 
uh, we will never be fully vaccinated. It's time to change the de definition or the mm -hmm. meaning of That's fully true. vaccinated, saying that you it's all about staying up to date with your yes. vaccinations. So you have to get never your, enough. get your most recent booster every nine months. Yeah, uh, in order to be we will never be fully vaccinated against COVID nineteen. He said so. That's fun. The reason Boosters I point forever. out the journalist is because if you're going to write that we're in a seventh wave and not say according to the doctors or allegedly or mm -hmm. apparently we're in the seventh wave, then I'm going to go ahead and say that you probably agree with it. And so RIP CP24C. Why would you writer. question the experts, Andrew? You just you you parrot what they say. You don't question them. You don't be skeptical. OK, please continue to deliver materials to Russia and support of Germany. What was that story Zelensky complaining about? Oh yeah, so that was that was Zelensky getting all mad at Trudeau and Canada in general mm -hmm. for sending, I believe it was turbine parts for the Nord Stream pipeline, which Continuous is Russia's- and turbine part. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> it's the Russia's pipeline to Germany. So it's like Russia wants it so they can give oil to Germany. Germany wants it because they need the oil and Zelensky's right. pissed because there are sanctions on Russia and this is technically breaking sanctions because we're giving Russia parts that they can sell its oil. That's what I'm saying, though, yeah. as I mentioned earlier, the social justice ne necessity of destroying your energy sector and your economy and making people poor, it doesn't work. So they do like they can stand with America and Russia and be like, we hate Russian oil. But when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, they're getting parts <laughs> to get that oil back because they yeah. need it because they can't get it from Saudi Arabia. They're at capacity, whether they're lying or just laughing at them is, is another argument, I guess. But Russia's right there. They need the oil. So they're going to no, no, Andrew, I'm sorry. No one on this earth needs oil. Uh, we need That's to go true. full green, zero emissions. Uh, this is a great opportunity for the transition away from uh, non-renewable energy That's sources. Right. So. Um, can we play that? that uh, let's fetch that clip of Lewis and Lincoln from FarmerRebellion.com where they're asking the woman about uh, the 2030 agenda, and she's so confusing with her answers. She doesn't agree with the 2030 agenda, mm. but she agrees with everything that's that it stands for and that is, it does. Is this where he was interviewing the one woman, and the other one comes in and is like, no, 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 we don't yeah. agree with that. But then there You don't the, speak for the rest of us. That's right. Mm. Yeah, that was an um, I think it's the latest interaction. one. Uh, uh, it was it was a full video report posted yesterday, I believe. Yeah, this one. Mm. Let's uh, go about halfway through there. Oh, I mean, the cold open, I think, uh, captures the... Uh, yeah, but once it's a one-on-one... -on -one, okay. Okay, go ahead and play this. Yeah, well, uh, too far. Too far. Yeah. Just waiting. Are we ready? Are we ready? Yeah, I think we're ready. It's rubbish what you are Really, I'm so upset. Do you agree that the farmers Very should good. lose their land? Masterful. Potentially to reduce these nitrogen emissions? Yes, 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 yes. Lincoln J for Rebel News here in the city of Hague, about a 40-minute drive outside of Amsterdam. Now, behind me, a demonstration is just wrapping up where supporters Culkin of the farmers... Are protesting a treaty agreement between Canada and yeah, the Netherlands that <laughs> coincides with what we are seeing with the farmer protests Macaulay all across Culkin the Netherlands. Come to now, for those of you that don't know, farmers have been protesting in this country for I'd say the past <laughs> month against new environmental policies on nitrogen emission that is simply going to decimate the agriculture sector here in the Netherlands. So what the demonstrators are specifically protesting here today is CETA. Now, so with Dutch now signatories to CETA and net exporters of agricultural products, they have agreed to put all their export and trade commodities through this strange requirement to meet the Paris Agreement climate change targets. And Canadians should care because this is a trade agreement authorized by the Liberals and we are bound by it too. Meaning these nitrogen targets and animal agricultural land use rules could come to Canada too. The Liberals have said CETA's climate targets are not binding, but they also said the Paris Accord itself was not binding, but then they built a carbon tax around it and raised it twice. This is from the agreement, quote, 
It means ensuring that trade agreements include strong provisions in important areas such as labor rights, environmental protection, and gender equality, and reinforces the continued right of government to regulate in the public interest. In that regard, CETA is the most ambitious and progressive trade agreement Canada and the EU have ever negotiated. End quote. It stands for Comprehensive Economic and Trade Agreement. So why are governments working on this treaty? How is it going to benefit them? It's simple. The benefits of the treaty are immediately noticeable for companies. Abolition of reduction of import duties and 98% of the import tariffs on products eventually expire. If the Social Democrats vote for CETA, it will pass. Now back to the farmers and why is CETA bad particularly for the farmers? CETA gives multinationals many advantages. So you may ask yourself, why is there a Trojan horse here at the demonstration? Well, what it's supposed to represent is international cooperation. But what it really means is corporations having more overreach. So we're standing here outside of the, the Senate in the city of Hog, where they're going to be voting on this treaty tomorrow. We actually had the opportunity to speak with a lawyer here in the Netherlands who stands with the farmers and explains to us why this treaty is not good for anybody and especially not for Canadians and the Dutch. Let's check it out. We saw people here with Extinction Rebellion flags and at first glance you would think that they would potentially be against the farmers but it might not be that way. Can you kind of explain a little bit? Yeah. Now, they, in Holland, uh, the farmers and Extinction Rebellion also work together no, on some true. issues. On some, no, no, on some issues. You're no, no, you're lying. Well, um, no, really, you are talking about uh, fatherland, our people, our nation. It's not a nation. You're kind of against what's going on with the farmers. Can you kind of explain? I'm not eating meat because I think it's, it's horrible to eat meat. Yeah. This is what and if you when see how they treat animals in a cage with all young, what she uh, says. how do you call it, baby pigs. And uh, we are exporting that much to Africa and we are competing to the African uh, farmers and we destroyed our market. So. Uh, Small farmers making food for your own country, less animals, eat something else. Do you think that, so do you agree that the farmers should lose their land, potentially, to reduce these nitrogen emissions? Yes, 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 yes. To save the climate and save the other animals, the if farmers. you see the birds. Never happened. The government they starts have, seizing their um, land. No, never happened. Some, and here, some stuff, I might as well mention uh, that she's stuff, talking the, the about um, that she was a nurse really and she lost her job because there wasn't a demand for a nurse. She compares that to the government coming in and telling you you can't work uh, anymore yeah. and forcing you to sell your land. Basically just saying like, oh yeah, oh, you've been farming for generations. That's that's what you've been doing. All right, well, just, you know, find another job. That's the same thing as her being laid off, apparently, according to her. Did the government come in and force a lack of need for nurses? No. And then maybe you have a point. All right, let's come back here. This woman's yeah. nuts, and she, and then, and then uh, Lewis says, "Are you a fan of Agenda 2030?" She Lincoln. says, "No, no." Lewis, uh, oh, Lincoln, comes, Lewis in comes in. Dakota. I'm like, oh, she's interviewing Lincoln. Yeah, I mean, I don't Lewis know. comes yeah, in and I says, "Do you agree part. with 2030?" And she's like, "No, I don't believe in any of that." And uh, obviously, by her, she agrees with all the stuff that's in it. She just doesn't want to say she agrees with that because, um, you know, apparently she's a. A frequent protest. Well, she just keeps saying, "Oh, well, we need we need this. The, the farmers need to just stop farming and give up their land for because climate for climate change, or else we're all going to die." That's you know? right, Dakota. So, all right, let's uh, throw to another break here, and then we'll come back with some. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some non-compliant baseball players. Sounds like a fun time. Yeah, I'm wondering. What is happening to the world? Everything is changing. The very idea of human being some sort of natural concept is really going to change. Our bodies will be so high tech, we won't be able to really distinguish between 
what's natural and what's artificial. Inside our own heads is the most complex arrangement of matter in the known universe. You might ask yourself, can we get to be superhumans? I said last week to code i'm just hoping keanu reeves sees this and he's like this is close enough to the matrix that i'll lend my voice to it yes when we secure keanu reeves for our exposed reset docuseries i will be a very happy man you know i'll be very satisfied that's 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 all we need here all right so jt real muto which is a great name by the way is a back catcher in the major leagues and in order to come to Canada to play to, against to Toronto, you have to be vaccinated, of course. He said no. He said he's not going to adhere to Canada on what he puts in his body. Let's take a look at this. Um, forking over a quarter million dollars, mm. which just shows you how much he gets paid. Yeah. He's, he's like, well, yeah, let's watch the clip. And he's, yeah. It's a little bit of money. It's not worth it. I'm like, ooh, 250000 Okay. That's uh, what, what just a little money. Reservations I just, I mean, I'm a healthy 31-year-old professional athlete um, that I just didn't feel a need to get it. Um, I've had COVID a couple of times and super mild symptoms uh, back when it first came out. And when it came time to decide whether um, I needed a vaccine or not, uh, talked with a couple of doctors that I knew and told them my story and just really decided I didn't think I needed it. And I, I wasn't going to take it just because I was told to, basically. So mm -hmm. even if you're not missing, you're going to forfeit a good amount of salary. Yeah, but I mean, what's 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 money when I'm not going to let Canada tell me what I do and don't put in my body for a little bit of money? It's just it's not worth it. Just 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 a little bit of money. It's not worth it. I mean, to, to be, be fair, to, I you know respect yeah, for the integrity, exactly. but uh, yeah, a little bit the of money. Okay. Players get paid an insane amount because <laughs> yeah. they play. 162 games. There was another player who um, said it was a mistake for him to tell his team that he got uh, a positive test, even though he has extremely mild symptoms. And he says mm. he's just not going to say it next time because now he's forced to not play for two weeks. Um, let's get to some paid chats here, uh, um, and then we will uh, we'll see you guys later. I guess we're running out of time. We'll try not yeah. to pull a David Menzies and go to six o'clock tonight. Yeah, Sean Marie G eighty three. I got you, Dakota. Andrew, you are so cool. You have no so idea. Very cool. No idea how much I'm, I'm gonna be talking about that the next couple days. Emoji sunglasses here. Anna, so what cool. was her name? Uh, Shauna Marie. G83. Shout out, shout out, Shauna Marie. I expect you to reiterate every time I'm on that how cool I am to the to the entire audience. Thank you. Tweet it at me even. I'll retweet yeah. it. G Melinda G60. Are they naming themselves after guns or planes? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just Texas. So I don't know. <laughs> there, maybe. Here in Texas, we love Rebel News and we love you. Shout out to uh, Juan Mendoza. Exactly. That one. Juan. No, the other one. Yes. And 